Hello and welcome to this week's episode from A Lancashire Lass with me, Lucy Baxter, as featured on BBC Radio 4 Extra's Podcast Hour, BBC Radio Manchester and also now BBC Radio Lancashire. Joining me today is Ruth Marsden, who is the creator of Beside Still Waters. We are going to be talking about what the business is and why Ruth set it up. So Ruth, welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. So Beside Still Waters is like a handmade card business. Why did you decide to set that up? Um, so basically I've been on furlough for the past 16 months and um, so I work for a Christian sports ministry called Sports Reach um, which uses netball and football to tell people about Jesus um, in this country and in um, countries around the world as well. Um, but I kind of started doing calligraphy um, like as a hobby a few years ago and just for fun and doing odd presents and cards for people. And then um, in my gap year, I got the chance to go on a mission trip with Sports Reach uh, to Asia. And so I decided to kind of sell some of, see if I could sell some of my friends um, with Bible verses in um, to help raise funds for that mission trip. And so that's when I kind of started selling some stuff, um, but just as a kind of side hobby. And then last year when I was on furlough, I thought I'd maybe try start an Instagram page and try and uh, see if anyone else wanted to buy some stuff and just to get I, I just love doing bible verses and thinking of how I can use the gift that God's given me to bring glory to him so that's when I kind of started it last year and why did you choose the name besides still waters um yeah well it took me a while to choose the name that was one of the hardest things um and one thing that I knew I wanted the name to do was to to link with my faith um, and so besides still waters is from Psalm 23. And so I won't read it all, but it says, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. Um, and that kind of sums up my faith. You know, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. There's, you know, there's so many things going on in this world. Um, but I know that when I've got the Lord as my shepherd, then he's all I need. Um, and yeah, he leads me beside the still water. So no matter what's going on in my life, especially over the past year, and um, there's been a lot of worry um, and a lot of things that could, you know, um, bring destruction in and, and odd, you know, it makes you worry in this world. Um, but he leads me beside the still waters. And um, so I kind of just wanted a name that was just short and catchy, but also that got in my face as well. Yeah, I love it. And so sort of take me back to when you were younger. Have you always had this sort of creative hobby and passion or has it started when you were older? Um, yeah, so I've kind of always liked arty kind of things and like doing crafts and stuff. But it's quite funny because when I was at primary school, um, I was rubbish at handwriting. Um, <laughs> I couldn't join my writing at all. And um, my teacher would like sit one to one and try and help me um, do handwriting, but I just couldn't do it. Um, but so it's quite funny how the Lord's kind of helped me and now now I use that so it kind of shows how God's got a sense of humor and now I use calligraphy to you know to get bible verses into people's homes and um, but also you know as a little business as well yeah and so what's the sort of style of your cards so you mentioned like calligraphy but what kind of style do you have for for your cards that you design 
Um, yeah, so kind of, you know, the, like the writing in the middle of calligraphy and then like flowers or leaves or some people, it depends what people ask for really. Some people want animals on there. And um, I've done a few people's pets before, which has been challenging. Um, but yeah, just different, um, just whatever people want really, I ask them, or if they don't mind, I just do some flowers um, and leaves and different things like that. And like, they seem really like delicate looking cards. Like they seem really like pastel colours and like really like pretty, pretty prints. Yeah. And so yeah. like with calligraphy, how long did it take you to sort of master it? Because I went to a course once and it was, like, it just looked like Comic Sans MS when I did it. So how did you, <laughs> how do you like practice and how did you get into that bit? Yeah, um, well, it, it took a while like to get it. It's funny now looking back to when I thought, you know, oh, I'm quite good at this. And then now I'm looking back, I'm like, that was awful. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just um, like, you just start writing kind of, I don't use a calligraphy pen um, or anything like that. I just go, you go thicker on the downstrokes, Lucy, thicker on the downstrokes, um, and you just start doing it like that. I just use a fine liner and fill it in so it's a bit neater. Um, but yeah, it took a while to fully kind of master it and do it confidently. Um, but the more you do it, the better you get. <laughs> yeah. And when you're doing like the floral around the writing, do you use like watercolour or like gel pens or paint? What do you use for that? Um, yeah, so I'm awful at painting. I can't really paint at all. Um, so I kind of do the outline in the pen and then I use like just pencil crayons, which sounds really like childish. <laughs> um, but I kind of like the, the effect that it brings. So I just use, yeah, pencil crayons. And then along with the cards, you also sell like handcrafted frames and things like that. And what, what do they look like? Um, yeah, so they're kind of similar, um, but often more like Bible verses or scriptures. Or some people have asked for different quotes. Like I've done one from um, The Line of Witch in the Wardrobe and different things like that. Um, so, yeah, just quotes down the middle or whatever. And then um, flowers or um, something I don't know, to do with what the verse is saying. Um, so I've done one with birds on around the outside. Um, so yeah, just bigger really, and with the central being the verse in the middle. And so like, as you mentioned, a lot of the designs have um, like Christian verses and scripture on. Um, I saw one on your Instagram that said, trust, trust in the Lord. Have you always been a Christian as your faith or has your faith journey started sort of later in life? What's that been like for you? Yeah, so I was brought up in a Christian family, and um, so I went to church ever since I was little, um, and, you know, brought up to believe in God and um, to put my trust in him, but when I was young, um, like my parents always, you know, made it, that it has to be my choice, it had to be my choice to follow Jesus, um, and so, yeah, when I was about four years old, that's when I first um, committed my life to Jesus, so I, I prayed and asked I said sorry to God for the wrong things that I'd done and asked him um, to forgive me and to come and live in my heart. But, um, yeah, as I got older, like, I realised that I was still messing up and um, I was kind of, I had a lot of doubts whether I was truly a Christian or not because um, I was trying to, I was still living for myself instead of living fully for God, which is what it means to be a Christian, to put God first. Um, and I was still putting me first. And yeah, I had a lot of doubts and worries. Um, and I think when I was younger, I kind of just wanted to follow Jesus so that I could get to heaven because I wanted to go to heaven when I died. Um, but when I was 15 years old, um, I realized that actually 
I can't live the Christian life, none of us can, but it's only Jesus that can live it through us. And so when I was 15, I fully recommitted my life to Christ. I, I fully gave my life to him and started to trust him for myself and to put him first. I still mess up, obviously, um, we all do, but um, it's about putting him first in our lives and, and asking him for forgiveness. And so now it's not me who lives, but I want Christ to live in and through me. So, yeah, when I was 15, I fully um, took it seriously to follow Jesus. Yeah, and I think like what you said when you were saying um, that maybe you didn't think you were or something like, I definitely think sometimes when, you know, you can go to these sort of Christian festivals or people are... Mm feeling sensing the lord or um they're speaking in tongues or something and it's not happened to you and it can be disheartening thinking oh do, am i not am i not a christian then or or am i like am i not as special do you know what i mean so i think like yeah definitely when, when you're 15 16 like you that may, makes sense what you said so how has like lockdown been in terms of your faith like it is obviously it's been a really challenging time has your faith sort of helped you get through it or um has there anything that's in the last year you sort of learned that maybe you wouldn't have done if there wasn't a global pandemic um yeah definitely it's been yeah it's been challenging um you know not being able to do the work that I love with sports streets um it's been really hard but I think just knowing that God God's there um, and he's gone before and he's a comforter as well and one thing that I've just been so blessed by is I've had a peace through the whole time and um, you know God gives us a peace that you can't understand like I think there's a lot of worry and hurt going around in the world and I think it is making people think you know there must be more to life than mm-hmm. this um, and there's a lot of questions going around and I think it's just really encouraged me um in my faith, to know that God is, is always there um, and he gives me a peace that I can't understand um, when it doesn't make sense, you know, it doesn't make sense that I've had a peace when, you know, we've been on failure this long and not been able to work and do the stuff um, that I feel I've been called to do as well. But it's just, it's challenged me as well to trust in him always. Um, like that you said, that saying that I don't trust in the Lord and it's kind of putting that into action um, that he's been teaching me. I need to trust in him no matter what. Um, the world throws at us and um, to put my trust in him so yeah it's definitely been a challenging time um, and a hard time and there's been tears <laughs> and with things that we haven't been able to do with sports reach but also it's been a time where I've just learned to fully rely on him and to trust in him because um, he knows what's best for me as well. Yeah and on that what would you say maybe a bible verse that stuck out to you in the pandemic or just like your favorite bible verse that maybe gives you strength when you're thinking like oh this is tough now I can't do it yeah um well one of my favorite verses is Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 and so I'll just read it and but it says I have been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And that kind of, for me, sums up my faith. And so now I've been crucified with Christ. I don't, it's not, the Christian life isn't about me, but it's about Christ. Um, And it's now I live for him. Um, And it says in the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith. And I think that's what it is. You have to live by faith, not, that we don't know everything that's going to happen and there's still hard times in life but we need to live by faith um, in the son of God which is Jesus who loved me 
and gave himself for me when he died on the cross. He is dying in my place and in your place. And, you know, he's taking the place of everyone uh, for the sins of the world. And it's about putting our trust in him. Um, but another verse, I think, that is just good for all the time, but especially this last year, is Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, which is, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And I think definitely, like, over this last year when, you know, we couldn't have planned for any of this, um, yeah. none of us knew what was going to happen, and we didn't know, and we still don't know, it's still uncertain, um, our future's uncertain, but um, I know that my future's in God's hands, and he has a plan for me as well. Yeah, and on that, I was just looking for my favourite, which would be Exodus 23, 20. And that, in a way, is is similar. So it's like, see, I am sending an angel ahead of you to guard you along the way and to bring you to the place I have prepared. And that's sort of similar in the way that it um, makes you feel like God's gone before you, he's with you, he's behind you, you know, he's everywhere kind of yeah. thing. Um, so do you have you found that in lockdown, more people have been wanting to send cards because they've not been able to sort of be with each other. Have you found that it's like more people have literally been like, I want to send a card to someone? Yeah, I think so, definitely. And like, yeah, because you, you know, they're not seeing people as much. So just a card like thinking of you or like obviously birthday cards and different, but I think people are sending more birthday cards to more people they wouldn't normally. Um, and like sending, you know, gifts like frames to people just, you know, to make people know that, that you're thinking of them. And so, yeah, I think definitely there's been more people, um, you know, wanting to send love to each other. Um, yeah, so buying cards and stuff like that. And do you think that more people, I know you were saying about sort of faith, do you think that more people are, I don't know how to word the question, sort of like, hmm, you know, if you want, if someone's sort of going through a hard time, have you found that as a Christian, if you've gone, oh, I'll pray for you about that, they've been more sort of open to it in the last year than maybe previously, because they've literally thought, like, we've literally just got faith here. We've just got to keep anchoring down because of what's been going on with the lockdowns. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, yeah, people are more open to it, like you said. Um, and people, like they they're seeking for that as well I think because people you know some people won't know what to believe um but I think when they see someone strong in their faith and you know asking um if they if we can pray for them I think they just want that bit of you know hope and um you know it's just a, a great opportunity then for us to pray for them but I think like especially over lockdown um I find it hard, like, not being able to share my faith as much as I would normally, like, with soccer netball schools and on mission trips. Um, but, like, I've committed it to the Lord, and we've had, like, delivery men come. So we've been giving them, like, a little chocolate bar and a little gospel, like, booklet for them to read. And it's opened up more um, opportunities to share with them and to ask them how they're doing, because it's a tough time for everyone, I think, at this time. Um, and I think just being open with people and asking them how they're doing and showing a care and interest in them, um, is then a great way to be able to share with them about a hope that we can have in Jesus um, and the hope that we have in him. Yeah, and of course, like, there's many different ways of doing that, isn't there? So there is sort of standing in the street and saying it or, you know, going to people's houses or there's mm -hmm. there's more sort of 
there's different ways isn't the way you sort of show your show you love people and show through your actions which would then spark the conversation there's lots of different ways isn't there to show sort of god's love yeah definitely yeah and um i don't did you see the the thing that was shared on facebook during the lockdowns the blessing was it that was it called the blessing the, great? yeah the song yeah the song what did you Bless think it. of that I thought it was good, yeah. I thought, because um, it's obviously a verse from the Bible, and I thought how nice it was everyone coming together. Um, and it, it was kind of like a unity. Um, and and I thought the church, you know, singing it together, um, sending it out to the world, like showing them that there is hope, in, even in this dark time, uh, which we're all in together. We're Yeah, we're in it together. And, um, you know, we can find hope in God and put, if we put our trust in him and all, like all coming together I thought it was yeah really good and so as you said the besides the waters isn't your full-time sort of job um you mentioned sports reach why don't you go into a bit more yeah. detail about what that is yeah so like I said it's a Christian sports ministry um, based in Kansas um but it's basically just using football or netball um or sports to, as a vehicle to tell people about the good news of Jesus and about his word. Um, so one of our main um, areas is soccer and netball schools. Uh, so we're running them at the moment, which is so good to be back doing it. But we uh, run like a week-long camp um, for the children to come. We work with different churches up and down the country. Um, so this week we're in Clapham, next week we're down in Kent. Um, and yeah, we just, the children come along, we encourage them to get better at their sport that they're playing, so netball or football, because we want to see them improve and have a good time. Um, but then we also have Bible times with them, so we sit them down and talk about um, a topic that we're looking at. So this year is, the theme is in the beginning, and we're looking at how in the beginning God created, um, and he created all things, and we're looking at creation, um, and then we look at Jesus as well, and what the life of Jesus uh, looks like and and what it means for us as well and we give them the opportunity um to follow him for themselves and we don't push anything on them because we don't need to be um a choice for them just to open it up for them so that they can decide for themselves and um, so yeah we have the soccer camps and then we also do a lot of schools work and church work and um, we take assemblies in schools um, and take some re classes sometimes and some sports lessons after school clubs um, but we also uh, do a lot of work abroad as well and overseas. Um, so we often do mission trips to uh, Asia and Africa. Um, and last, well, before lockdown, we were able to go to South America as well. We went to Ecuador. Um, just doing similar things, working with churches, um, but also on missions, so outreaching to people, uh, the local people, um, using football and netball, but telling them about Jesus as well. Um, and we've taken, you know, football teams from England, we've taken them, um, to Europe and different places and um, so we play against the local teams and then we share with them about Jesus so yeah just doing what we can really with sport and um, it's a great um, way to reach people because so many people love sport um, and we're able to then afterwards after we've played a good game of football with them or taught them how to play um, and then sit them down and tell them why we're there why, tell them about Jesus and the good news that that brings. And what are the mission trips like um in terms of what you get out of it what they get out of it sort of take me through sort of what what you do where like what it's like and I'm thinking like in Africa maybe you know the children possibly won't have 
ever played like maybe netball before until you've gone there so what's that like when you're teaching them and their eyes light up like loving the game and stuff Mm. yeah it's it's really good it's really humbling going to Africa especially because they obviously have so little compared to us um but to see the joy that they have um especially when you take you know a netball and a football and it's quite um interesting they are really good netballers over there and footballers like they all play really well but they just have like they don't have any shoes on and they don't you know they just have like paper bags as balls and stuff so for us to be able to go over there and to take them some proper footballs and proper netballs and to take them some kit that's been donated to us um, and just to give them the stuff you know that we don't even think about um, to give that to them and just to see yeah to see the faces light up and how excited they are even just over like a football shirt and we're like oh well everyone's got a football shirt you know it's just really humbling um, yeah really humbling experience just to see the joy that they have um, with so little as well yeah and when are you next going when sort of because I'm guessing you sort of go every year normally yeah yeah so we've had uh, we were meant to be going to Kenya last year um, and then we were hoping to go to Ecuador again but obviously um, with everything that's happened we've had to cancel a few of our trips and so I don't know yet when we'll be able to go and um, like it's when we're allowed to go out of the country and all isolating and different things like that. Um, but we're hoping to go maybe later next year. Um, but who knows, we'll just commit to the Lord and, and go when he calls us to go. We'll be ready. <laughs> yeah. And when you go, do you know, is it normally sort of just people from sports reach or can other people go? How does it work with those mission trips? Yeah. So with the mission trips, um to like Africa and Asia um it's often the team at sports so there is just five of us on staff at sports reach um, and the rest we rely heavily on volunteers um so when we go on mission trips there's people who maybe will ask if they want to come and join us or they might ask us um, and then the tours that we do like the football tours um to like Austria and Germany and France um people can apply for those um we give out leaflets and if people are interested um, in coming and playing and then you know that's how we get a team together people can ask or we can ask people um but yeah it's just whoever whoever you know wants to or for the mission trips it's whoever you know we feel like god calls us to ask as well and just sort of to some to uh finish the sports reach sort of section um if people are interested or children are interested how can they sort of find out more information taking part maybe or like how do they get more information about it and yeah so we've got a facebook page and an instagram page um so it's just sports reach and then we've got a website as well um sportsreach.org.uk i think (laughs) um but yeah all the information's on there online if you just google sports reach there's another sports reach in america which is totally different to ours um but (laughs) Yeah, Sports Reach in England, um, in, based in Cardiff. And it, yeah, the website has a lot of details about what we do and about the soccer schools, how to get involved with them, um, or if you have children that want to come along with them. Um, and our phone number's on there as well. So That's great. And then, but going back to the cards, so I feel like this episode's really like two from everywhere, but it's like <laughs> all around sort of God, which is amazing. Um, yeah. What ha, Do you do anything else other than cards and frames or have you done? I know... You did quite a bit for your sister's wedding, but what what was that like doing that? Was, was the pressure to get it right? 
there was there was quite a bit of pressure and it was it was good fun but there was yeah there was the extra pressure there especially when it's your sister and how she wants it to be perfect but um yeah so yeah I do cards and frames um but I, yeah I also I've done quite a few um wedding things so I did for um a girl from church asked me to do her wedding invites um so that was a new thing for me a bit scary but it was good um, and then I've done a few welcome signs for weddings and name places, table settings. Um, I've just been asked to do another welcome sign and I've got a few weddings coming up where they've asked me to do the name places, um, which is really nice. It's just nice to do it and um, something different um, but that people enjoy, you know, looking at and stuff like that. So. And where do you see sort of besides still waters in like a few years time? Will it sort of be a hobby or do you want it to get bigger or what's what's your kind of vibe, if you will? Yeah, um, it's hard because at the moment, like so I'm still on furlough and I'm like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll be able to keep doing it. Um, but hopefully our work at Sportsuits will grow more and we'll be able to do everything that we normally do. And um, so it'll probably become a little bit more of a side business or a little hobby that I carry on doing um, and like over the last few months I've been really busy um, getting stuff ready for soccer netball schools and with the wedding and stuff so I haven't been able to do as much or put as much on my page but um, yeah so I'm not like too bothered um, about it growing loads but I would like to carry it on and to keep doing little bits here and there. Have you ever thought about doing sort of crafty things with children in like a faithy way, you know, because you're so good at your calligraphy and that, or has that sort of not been a seed that's been planted yet? Um, it's a good idea, Lucy. I might, I might start doing that. Um, I've done little bits in, uh, when we were in um, Indonesia um, on a mission trip there, um, we were working with uh, some, some of the women um, and they, they were, were making cards together um, and then they saw me writing and then they were like, oh, can you write on mine? Can you write on mine? And so I was kind of showing them how they could do it. Um, so, yeah, like I've used it there um, a little bit. But, yeah, maybe in the future, you know, just helping. And it's just something fun to do, isn't it? And you can chat at the same time as doing it. So, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll look at doing it with children as well. Um, and so if people want to find out more information or sort of order cards from you how is the best way for them to get in touch um, yeah the best way is probably on Instagram uh, so my Instagram page is at underscore besides still waters underscore at the end um, but yeah that's probably the best way through messaging me on there oh great well thanks for chatting today and coming on my podcast Ruth it's been so like inspiring and just really interesting to listen to what you do Oh, thank you for having me. It's been good to chat. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. To keep up to date with all things from a Lancashire Lass, follow on Facebook and Instagram at from a Lancashire Lass.